Hello everyone, I'm James Lasher with Charisma Media, and today we're doing something a little different than what we usually do, you know, making a video, giving you the news. Today, we are going to react to one of the most influential and just spirit-filled pro-Israel pastors of the last century. We're going to be taking a look at Pastor John Hagee and why biblical prophecy is so important. He is part of Pastor Jensen's Signs of the Time series, which they started this before the massacre occurred in Israel, having no idea what was going to take place in the middle of this series, which eventually led to revival services kicking off at Free Chapel in Gainesville, Georgia, with evangelist Perry Stone, who was closing out the Signs of This Time series. And with the war going on in Israel, everything that's happening in America, within the church, the apostasy that's going on, the coming to fruition, the words of Jesus in Matthew 24, the book of Revelation, the book of Ezekiel. Now you got so many people around the world talking about Gog and Magog with Russia up north. Few sources are as trustworthy as Pastor John Hagee. So I'm going to play a clip from his sermon on the signs of the times where he addresses just why biblical prophecy is so important especially for the days that we live in. So let's take a look at what Pastor Hagee has to say. The question is asked, Pastor Hagee, why should I study prophecy? First, approximately one-fourth of the Bible was prophetic when it was written. The God of heaven wanted you to know something about this subject. It certainly behooves every believer to study it, to know exactly what God has planned for our future. It was written by the Holy Spirit, so obviously he knows more than we. Secondly, we should study prophecy because the Word of God declares that Bible prophecy is absolutely accurate. The text confirms the absolute accuracy of prophecy. Focus on the phrase, we have a more sure word of prophecy. More sure than what? Peter is saying, we were eyewitnesses of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In a court of law, the eyewitness is the highest standard of accuracy possible. So St. Peter is saying, we the disciples are the eyewitnesses of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We were not deceived by fables, but we saw him. We are eyewitnesses of it. So we have a more sure word of prophecy, which is greater in accuracy than the eyewitness account. Peter continues saying the prophetic word is the light that shines in a dark place. A dark place is a place where you can't clearly see the future. And he's exactly right here. We're going to just pause a moment. This is a React video. And so many people are confused about what's going on in the world. You've got Israel, Iran, Lebanon, Hamas, Hezbollah, the U.S., France, the U.K., in case you didn't know, those countries have warships in the Mediterranean as well. Healthy rebels in Yemen. So many countries in the world, to include Russia and China. People don't know what's going on. But as Pastor Hagee said, the word of God is accurate. Infinitely so. When you want to understand what is happening in today's world to give you the most in-depth and accurate context about what is taking place... And bear in mind, the focus of the end times is Israel. And if you want to kind of 
narrow it down even further than that, look towards Jerusalem, the city of David. And he is 100% correct when he, if, if you are confused, if you're fearful, if you're anxious, if you just want to know, God, like just put on my heart, tell me what is happening. He's told us. He has told us already what is going to happen and what to look for. Look for the signs of the times of the return of Jesus Christ. And it's in the Bible. Let's continue. No one can see the future for America. We are stumbling in the darkness. Amen. We have lost our moral compass. A dark place is a place of moral corruption and political corruption. And brother, that's, that's the beat of the American heart right now. Mm -hmm. Never in the history of our great nation have we had such absolute immoral corruption in our government combined with pathetic and incompetent leadership. Amen to that. And if you are of the belief that says pastors should not get political, well, Pastor Hagee is proving you wrong right now. What he said really isn't even political. It is calling out the moral corruption, the moral bankruptcy of America, which did not start with the current administration. This has been going on for decades. If you even want to go back as far as when they removed the Ten Commandments from schools, they removed prayer from schools, they removed God from government, and it has only gotten worse, progressively worse, over the decades this is what he is, and, and calling out the current administration for their moral failings, their failings of being the leadership in America, that is the job of a pastor. Do you know why we're in the situation we're in? Because pastors haven't been doing it. They've been playing it safe. They've been trying to appease everyone. Well, guess what? The Word of God says the world is going to hate you when you preach the name of Jesus, but that it hated Jesus first. So you're going to make enemies. They don't have to be your enemies, but people are going to hate you. And you, obviously, as Christians, we are not to hate them back. We're supposed to love them with the love that is only possible by when we accept Jesus Christ and we have the Holy Spirit living in us and the fruit of the Spirit is made manifest in us. But what Pastor John Hagee is doing is necessary. We need Christians active in all arenas of society. When we don't, we get the situation that we're in, where conservative voices, Christian voices, any voices that run counter to the Marxist narrative, which isn't in and of itself an anti-God narrative, because Karl Marx himself was an avowed atheist who had no respect for religion, and that is the very foundation of what these Marxist ideologies, such as socialism and communism are, is you have to remove and destroy the religious foundation of a culture and it instead replace it with the government and government-run institutions, which is exactly what America is going through right now. Let's see what else he has to say. And I'll join that break for pause, Pastor Hagee. Incompetent is Never the have right roving word. gangs of anarchists burned down our cities. Never have policemen been mocked, shot, and murdered in our streets. Never have the public school systems abandoned the Ten Commandments while socialist teachers' unions are brainwashing your children 
with the madness that they can become a transsexual person. Yep. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Look at education TikTok. It is a cesspool. Let me say it clearly. When you were born, you were born to be a man or a woman. That's it. Binary, not fluid. Anything else is demonized madness. And we, the people, should stand up and demand morality in our government. That is a great call to action for all Christians. We can't be passive anymore. We need to act out Never in, in the love. history of this nation have we had a president and his son who were under the influence of a foreign country committed to America's destruction. Our forefathers called this treason. Yep. We have a hard time in Washington these days saying plain words. Treason. I don't believe any politician can save America. There must be a return to righteousness before this nation will be saved. Sure is, and it starts with repentance as a nation. The Bible says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The Bible says let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Some Christians have been intimidated by the people who run the media because they don't want to be offensive. They, they don't want to be attacked. They don't want to be questioned. They'd just rather quietly sneak off in the corner and worship Jesus. It's time for the church to roar like a lion. Amen. We are the church victorious in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like when you look at how the American church specifically, I'm going to address the American church, we've lost that. We, we act cowardly at times and we look to appease man, which goes completely contrary to what the Word of God says. We are to appease and worship and praise and obey the tenets of God, not man. When we react in fear and we, oh, we don't want to offend you, forget that. You're going to be not offended, but people will be convicted by the Holy Spirit when they are confronted with their sin. Case in point, and this is not exactly a Christian organization that did it, but look at what the social media platform Libs of TikTok did. All they did was hold up videos and put a mirror in front of what the radical left is doing. And it has won. It's, they've built a huge platform of it because people are seeing the hypocrisy and the evil that has flooded a lot of into the public school system, into the government, into our culture. And that's all they do. They post videos that leftists are posting themselves and they reshare it. And it has driven the left mad. They have gotten death threats. They have been labeled radicals. Why? They're just showing you or they're showing the public what these people actually believe. And it is an anti-God, as Pastor Hagee said, demonically driven agenda. It is not of God. And so if it's not of God, what is it of? The world. And who is the ruler of the world in this day and age? Satan. So take that for what it is. But we need not just pastors, but ministry leaders, Christians, Christian leaders, or just all Christians, not just the leadership, to have this boldness that Pastor Hagee has that I just love listening to, we need that boldness back. The boldness that Jesus displayed going into a town he knew would crucify him. The boldness of Paul to 
go out into the, all the world knowing that he was going to be persecuted and did endure that persecution almost unto death. We need that boldness back and to preach it in love. This isn't preaching to own the libs or, you know, put people in the, it's to share the saving knowledge and grace of Jesus Christ. If these people are having an identity crisis about their gender or their sexuality or who they are, their identity is found in Jesus and only Jesus Christ. I love me some Pastor John Hagee. We should study Bible prophecy because it reveals the power and the wisdom of God to absolutely control the future. Mm -hmm. Consider the birth of the nation of Israel. Every major prophet in the Old Testament prophesied that God was going to bring Israel back. But then there's a prophet that did even further than that. Israel is God's prophetic clock. When the Jewish people are in Israel, the clock is running. Mm -hmm. When the Jewish people are out of Israel, the clock is stopped. So historically, let me phrase that. When the, when the Roman army under General Titus surrounded Jerusalem in 70 AD, they besieged the city of Jerusalem mm -hmm. and one million people starved to death. In addition, Titus took 70,000 Jewish men as slaves to Rome to build the Colosseum where gladiators fought for their lives and Christians were devoured by lions. The prophetic clock stopped and did not start again until May 14, 1948, when the nation Israel was reborn in a day, fulfilling the prophecy of Isaiah in chapter 66, saying, a nation shall be born in one day. That nation was Israel. It was the greatest miracle since the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And what has happened since the rebirth, if you will, even though Israel was never destroyed, it was displaced. The people of Israel were never destroyed. They were never wiped off the face of the earth. And what has happened since the Lord restored his people? They have been under nothing but constant threat and constant attack. Each and every decade, they are still being, the, the forces surrounding them are trying to eradicate the Israeli people, the Israeli nation, because this war is not just about the land, the promised land given to Israel in the Abrahamic covenant, given between God and Abraham, saying where his descendants would would uh, grow and prosper. This is a spiritual war. This is, uh, some would call it a religious war, you know, Judaism and Christianity kind of on, you know, on the same side together, even though I know some of the more ultra-Orthodox Jews don't, don't view it that way, and we understand, <laughs> versus Islam, Ju uh, Judaism versus Islam. But it's, it's more than that. It's deeper than that. It is a spiritual war taking place with, with principalities like the Prince of Persia in that area seeking the destruction of Israel. But the prophet Hosea gives a prophet prophecy that has specific dimension that you need to know. Hosea writes to the Jewish people in Hosea 6, Come, let us return to the Lord. For he has torn us and he will heal us. Keep that phrase in mind. He has stricken us, but he will bind us up. And after two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, listen, he will raise us up and we will live in his sight. 
If he lives in your sight, it means he's there. So put these prophecies together. The Bible says the day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as a day. So day one, starting from A.D., B.C., A.D. from zero to, to a thousand, thousand years is day one. God disciplined Israel. The prophet said, he has torn us. So what did God do to Israel in day one? They experienced the crusades. The Pope called for eight different crusades. A hundred thousand crusaders marched from Europe to Jerusalem with spears and shields and swords. And they killed Jews mm -hmm. from Europe to Jerusalem and from Jerusalem back to Europe. Seven of those crusades. The first time they went into Jerusalem, they surrounded the synagogue, filled it with Jewish women and children and men, set it on fire. And while it was burning and they were screaming for their lives, the crusaders were singing, Christ, we adore thee. Now that's history Christians don't know, but the Jews know it like John 3, 16. Mm -hmm. So when you go to them and you tell them, you want to tell them about Jesus, they look at you like you've got a deadly disease. That's why. Rightly so. The Bible says that a day with the Lord is a thousand years and as a thousand years uh, is as the day is with the Lord. He said on day two, he will revive us. So that takes us from 1,000 to 2,000. We get to 1470 with the Spanish Inquisition where King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella kicked the Jewish people out of Spain. That had been their home for a thousand years but they kicked them out of Spain. They confiscated their properties and put that money in the coffers of the Roman church. 32,000 died tort being tortured because they would not convert to Catholicism. Then came the day of days in 1948 in the second day, late in the afternoon, Israel was reborn. Ben-Gurion announced to the world that Israel, after almost 2,000 years, had been reborn. On the third day, the prophet says, we will live in his sight. On the third day, Christ has returned. The third day began at midnight on the year 2000. We are 23 years into the third day. I am telling you, very biblically factual, that we are going to see Jesus face to face in the third day. Jesus will return and he could return before this day ends. Give the Lord praise in the house. I don't know about you, but that is just some in-depth analysis of biblical prophecy that you really don't get unless it's from somebody who has studied the Word of God as long and as faithfully as somebody like Pastor John Hagee has. Our days are quickening. All you have to do is read the Bible and then look at what is taking place in Israel through a biblical context. They are surrounded by their enemies again, but this time is different. This isn't the 1930s and 40s in Germany. This isn't the Crusades where there wasn't a nation Israel. 
This isn't even the times of the Spanish Inquisition where they were kicked out of Spain like Pastor Hagee shared to us. They are in their land. Just like during the time of King David, they are fighting to protect Israel in the land that God promised for them. So when you see these headlines, and many of them are very anti-Semitic, remember the New York Times published a story saying Israel had bombed a hospital, which took them two weeks to recant that. Look at it through the eyes of the Bible and realize there are forces out there who have a propaganda war going on against Israel as well. Misinformation is spreading at an incredible rate in this information age, where the war is almost being live-streamed across social media channels. To really understand what we are living in these days prior to Jesus' return, look at the words of Ezekiel. Look at the words of Jesus in Matthew 24. Read the book of Revelation. Read every book of the Bible, but there's only so many, so many minutes of the day that you can't. But read these things and gain that understanding that only comes from reading the Word of God that was inspired by the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit teach you as you're, as you're gaining knowledge and wisdom of spending time in the Word of just what is God doing in this day and age? What is being prepared? I mean, there are groups who already have preparations for the third temple to be built in Jerusalem. The red heifers are starting to come of age. That's why people are putting so much emphasis and so much uh, intrigue into, well, what's going on with these, you know, these little cows that are going on? It's part of the biblical prophecy, not a prophecy of today or anything. It's biblical prophecy. And Pastor Hagee just did an amazing job. We could do a whole series on what he spoke in one sermon of, of the importance of reading this biblical prophecy about the end times, that we, we're in the preparation before the tribulation is going on. All so many Christian leaders are, are trying to warn us. They're trying to say, read the Bible, read the scripture, prepare yourselves for what is coming and equip yourselves with biblical knowledge and understanding because of what the word says, this is coming to pass. And we're seeing it in our culture here in America. We're seeing it in Israel and we're seeing it around the world. So please take the time, make the time to have some time with God and read the word. You will only be better off for it. I'm James Lasher with Charisma Media. Have a blessed day.